Hey friends, Kendall Matthews here. And once again, I want to thank everyone for listening to Appointment Plus Radio. And as you know, that I interview great people who are doing great things, especially here in the Scottsdale area. And today I have two guest hosts for the show today. And we're going to be talking about some of the things about software and their personal journey, but more importantly, how they help other businesses to succeed. And uh, that's what we're here for, is to make sure that folks know that they're great people around the world and being able to just help you grow your business. And we're going to help you do that here at Appointment Plus. And I'm going to let these two individuals, they're going to be talking here in a few seconds, but first I want to let everyone know that I'm talking with Raymond Wiley today. He's a general manager at SunTech. And he's been there doing some great things of, with meeting their financial and customer service metrics, of course, building strategic relationships. Now, what's great about Raymond is I found out that you're a graduate of Carnegie Mellon University. Is that correct? That is correct. I did graduate. All right. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so, Raymond, um, I want to know a little bit about more about SunTech and, and tell us about what your company does. Okay, SunTech is a uh, equipment manufacturer and we make and specialize in high precision lamination, taping and labeling equipment. Uh, everything we do is designed in-house, everything we make is made in-house. Our uh, headquarters and our factory is located in Japan and SunTech America is the sales and marketing arm for North America and Europe. Okay, perfect. And I also have another great guest host on the show today and that's Dhruv Bate. Now, one thing that is very interesting about Drew is he's also from my alma mater, Purdue University. And I had to get a Purdue guy on, the f on here today, so I want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Now, Drew is a senior technologist for additive manufacturing. Yep. And so you've been doing that for a while. Tell us a little bit more about additive manufacturing. Well, the, it's also known as 3D printing. That's probably the more popular term that most people are familiar with. And, but, the, but the technical word are, is additive manufacturing, and that's to distinguish it from subtractive manufacturing. And uh, before 3D printing uh, became a way of making things, the common way of making a part uh, and taking any design vision that you had and bringing it to reality was to start with a chunk of metal or, or wood or whatever you had, uh, and then uh, shave it down and break it down through machining processes uh, into the part that you wanted. And that was subtractive. You started with something that was larger and ended up with something that was smaller. Well, in 3D printing or in additive manufacturing, we go the other way. We say, let's build it up layer by layer. And there, what? in so doing, we end up using exactly that amount of material that we need, no more. Uh, and that's what's uh, exciting about this technology. It's layer by layer and very simple and elegant. And just using what specifically that you need, nothing more, nothing less, just exactly what you need, right? Yes. I mean, the, the retention rates of material are about 96 to 98 percent. So you do lose a couple of percentage of material um, as waste. But on the whole, compared to conventional methods, it's, it's much more environmentally friendly in terms of material usage. Gotcha. Okay. No, that, thank you. That's very, very in-depth, and that's something that I need to get a better understanding of 3D printing and all that. Now, Raymond, uh, you have a, a extensive experience, over 25 years, and doing a whole bunch of different things, but mainly it seems to be a lot of management and marketing executive type of opportunities. Could you tell us about your personal journey and how you've gotten to where you're at today? Uh, yeah, 
Do, do we have enough time? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, I, I started out in semiconductor industry working for Motorola Semiconductor Group, which is no longer in business because they've spun off certain pieces of it and gotten out of the semiconductor portion of that uh, business and spent over 20 years there and then uh, later moved on to a couple of different startup jobs uh, that were related to semiconductors and high tech. Um, I worked for a company that was a distributor for SunTech and did that for a few years. And in the meantime, the, the president of the company wanted to have his son very well prepared for the day that he retired and his son would take over. So he sent him over to the United States to start SunTech America in 2006. Um, I got to know him very well and eventually when it was time for him to go back and he was looking for someone to replace him, his father said, why don't you hire Raymond, see what he's doing. And so um, that's kind of how I ended up with SunTech America. Wow. So yeah, it was that per through the personal relationship that I developed with uh, the family, of the ownership of SunTech and um, when the time came to have him go back and right. His father retired last year, and his son took over, and so. Um, and that's that's what I'm hearing more and more about. It's not so much about being behind your computers, about building relationships. Absolutely. So talk to us more a little bit about that, especially in technology, how important that is. Uh, well, it, it's kind of interesting because it, uh, I'm sure that uh, everyone you interview probably says similar things, but you'll see the same people at certain industry events, and you begin to develop a relationship with them. Um, but I also think it's important to remember that companies don't do business, people do. And um, if you don't get along with the people that you're trying to do business with in that company, you're never going to be successful with that, you know, doing business with that company. So it's important to be able to have a personal um, relationship to some degree. I mean, not, not every professional relationship becomes personal, but at least you know, you need to be able to uh, to work together with those people that you are working with. It's like I said, companies don't do business, people do. You can have the best technology, you can have the best strategy, you can have the best product, but if the people that are working at that company are not the right people or good people, it won't go anywhere. Right, right. And I think that's more important now than ever. Absolutely. Uh, as people are getting more distracted with their mobile phones and they're <laughs> behind their laptops and just like getting out there like yeah. you're talking about, yeah. uh, that's key. And Dhruv, about your personal journey, how did you get to where you're at today? My journey started in India. So I went to uh, grad, I went to my, did my undergraduate education in engineering and uh, I applied to the University of Colorado for my master's, uh, went on to do my, I got admitted. Uh, came on board uh, to the U.S. in 2001, uh, did my Ph.D. at Purdue, uh, and I was working on um, a um, challenge in the semiconductor industry, uh, and it, uh, it was funded by Intel uh, and other uh, corporations, uh, and uh, when I was close to graduation, I was offered a job at Intel, so I went there and I worked for seven <laughs> years uh, developing laser-based processes, mm -hmm. um, and this is these are lasers used in the semiconductor industry for uh, cutting through things, or drilling holes, or curing materials, uh, and uh, I learned step. I, in seven years, I think I worked on four or five different laser-based uh, processes. Eventually, managed the team uh, that did that. And uh, Intel offers you something amazing called a sabbatical. Every seven years, uh -huh. you get to take uh, yeah. two months uh, to recuperate. <laughs> <and> <laughs> in, 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 <laughs> 
in in my case, I I use that to reflect on you know uh, on what I wanted, not just where I come from, but what next, what was ahead uh, for me personally, and how best could I use everything I had learned to do something that was of value and of interest, and that's when I discovered three D printing, um, and what I what I realized most about three D printing that that drew me to it was a lot of it is laser based as well, uh, a lot of it involves printing structures and materials that have the kinds of challenges and mechanics and in materials. Uh, will they fail if they're loaded a certain way uh, that I went to grad school for? So uh, I felt like it was the right place, right time, and it had all come together for me. Uh, and I, I, uh, I left Intel and I joined a small business in Tempe, uh, PADT, which is where I am right now, and I'm working on 3D printing, which is, and really loving it. Nice, nice. So, and yeah. it's good to find your passion. Right. And I think that's what both of you have kind of found, is what you're passionate about and what you're actually doing, and then just doing what you love, and it makes it so much easier in life, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The one, for your journey, Raymond, and you're talking about the international experience, I guess mm -hmm. you have a lot of, as well, but in figuring out strategic problems, what is one of the strategies today that you would like tell businesses, like, here's a strategy that I have in mind for you, and here's something that would help you become more successful? Um, <clears throat> well, I think it all starts with defining what it is you are in the business of doing and finding your sweet spot. And in so doing, when I say sweet spot, it means my definition of sweet spot is an area in the market where you have very few competitors and you offer the most value to those people that are looking for your product um, and that will you know that should be a home run for you I think it's extremely important to define the things that you are in the business of doing because in in doing that exercise you're defining the things that you're not going to get into and too many times people are afraid to say no, that's not what we do. Um, and so you try to be all things to all people, and when you try that, you, you, it just won't work. So I think it's extremely important to focus in on what it is that you offer, where you bring value, where is your sweet spot. Once you've defined those things, um, I think that it's, uh, it, it will help you also eliminate the things that you don't want to get drawn into and sucked into. Um, one of the things that I often think about or, or, or tell people to think about if they're asking me this question like you just asked me is, um, if you went to a party or a networking event and somebody asked you what you do, how would you answer that question? Right. Drew, how would you answer that question? I would need a beer first. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on whether I have a beer or not. Uh, what I would, what I today, I I, I develop uh, and research new R new 3D printing technologies and find new applications that they can bring value to. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. That's a great answer because what most people do is they tell you what their title is, right? I'm a general manager. Oh, I, I own my own business. Well, half the people that are at the networking event own their own business. So, what makes you stand out that I'm going to remember you? If you told me I help people manage their inventory so they can save dollars at the bottom line because they're not spending on stuff that's going to get thrown away for spoilage or something like that, and I can help you do the same thing, I'm going to remember that. This guy's going to save me money. He's going to show me how to do that. Or if I can tell you I can help you streamline your manufacturing by putting in this automated lamination equipment that will improve your yields, that will increase your output, that will drive more revenue because you get more product out of the door, you're going to remember that. 
right? As opposed to me saying I'm general manager. General managers are all over this room. Come on, tell yeah. me something. Make me remember you. Right? And if you're in the banking um, network, yeah, everybody's, a, a, vice, everybody's a, a vice president. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I'm a vice president of a banker. I'm a banker. Okay, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Next. <laughs> so I think that it's important for you to to be able to communicate the value that you offer as well as understand the value that you offer. Right. Right, and that's key in understanding the value that you offer, but also because we're talking about technology as well. Uh, Drew, there's probably a lot of different technologies that you use in your personal life. So could you name about three different software tools that you use and what do you love about them? Um, from a personal standpoint, I use Evernote. Um, I, what I love about it, I think most, is the fact that I can access it on multiple devices fairly seamlessly. Um, so, um, and I, if I have a spare minute, I, I eventually get to Evernote, I open it up, and I, I'm looking at what are the things that I've planned to do. If I get a new idea, uh, I will always want to capture it in Evernote. So that's one. Uh, the second one I use for work uh, is a software called SpaceClaim. Um, it's, uh, it's a very specialized uh, suite of software uh, by a company uh, named Ansys, that we, and we in fact uh, are resellers and pa channel partners with Ansys. Uh, what I like about SpaceClaim is uh, I don't have a very strong, it's essentially used in the 3D uh, GAD modeling world and also for preparing files for printing, uh, 3D printing that is. And uh, I don't have a very strong CAD background, I'm not, you know, mm -hmm. highly proficient in CAD. And what I love about SpaceClaim is how intuitive it was. Um, you know, I don't have to define a cylinder as an object with a certain diameter and a certain length. I draw a circle, I pull it, I adjust the size, I type it right in what diameter I want. Uh, and the, sh the, sh the sheer intuition that it had that you could just walk up to it and start using it with very minimal training uh, was what I liked about it. Uh, and I think the third, uh, um, it's not a software, it's an app and a, it's, it's LinkedIn. You know, I, I oh, use LinkedIn. LinkedIn a lot, I guess. I'm, that's not a software, but nonetheless. Uh, and you know, I, I, I use it to the point where I've gotten off Facebook and I terminated my account. Because uh, I realized that my, uh, <laughs> what? I was like, where do I want to spend my time, yes. <laughs> Facebook or LinkedIn? And I realized that um, what, what, uh, what, what Facebook would do to me was uh, ask myself questions about myself mm -hmm. uh, often, you know, and, and that may be me more than Facebook. Uh, but what LinkedIn would do would ask myself questions about what I could do. You know, and, and I felt there was a difference. Uh, and I, what I like about LinkedIn is I get access to new ideas through uh, posts from people. I can stay connected. I have a, I have a channel for my own technical um, publications that I want to write about. And it doesn't feel like I'm you know, being snobbish or bragging about right. it. Um, it. It feels like this is something that is of value to you. And you know, I would love to read something of value from you too. So I think those are my top three uh, that I spend the most time on. I was to say today, yeah. Okay, perfect. Raymond, how about yourself? Uh, I'll give you two. Well, okay. one of them would be LinkedIn as well, but right. I'll give you two other ones that are very simple and very <laughs> clean. So Skype. Skype. Um, and the reason Skype is is very valuable to us in, in the industry that we're in and what we're doing is, number one, our parent company is in Japan. Mm -hmm. So we can communicate at a very low cost with our, with our uh, uh, coworkers in Japan. And number two, what we've done on several occasions is um, customers will send us material and ask us to make samples for them. So instead of them having to fly out to Arizona, we can videotape the sample build or we can do it live on Skype and they can watch and it's a more interactive process for them. 
because they'll say, well, wait a minute, what's that, what's that button on the machine do? Oh, it does this. And like, oh, okay, okay. And when we run the samples, can you run another one? Yeah, we can do another one. And we're going to adjust the pressure. We're going to adjust the speed. We're going to change this setting, that setting. Okay, can you do that? And then choose, and then run another one. And then we want you to do one more. You know, it's more interactive. Right. So they feel like they're involved. They don't have to jump on a plane and fly out to Arizona. They can just mail the samples to us, FedEx. We did that for a couple customers over in Germany um, and in the United States on the East Coast. You know, so it's a lot more economical, it's very real time, and they're involved in it. So, you know, it's not like we make samples and we send it to them and they go, what did these guys do? How did they do that? You know, so they can watch it and see it and they can be involved and ask questions. That's the first one. The second one would be um, go to meeting or any of the online meeting tools for, for the exact same reason. Um, we have videos, as I said, we don't do anything that's off the shelf. Everything we do is custom designed for, for the particular customer, but we do have reference designs. So a lot of times customers won't be able to um, imagine how this is going to operate because it's something that they're doing that's brand new. And there's, well, how are you, how are you guys going to do that? Okay, well, let's set up an online meeting. I can run a video off my laptop and I can do presentations off my laptop. You know, everybody's cutting costs now. So rather than traveling, I don't have to go have a face-to-face -face meeting. I can do it online. So those two are probably the most, uh, most valuable for us. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I know that both of you are very busy, but I need to ask you this last question to you both before I let you go. I know Ram is excited about talking oh, yeah. about this I'm one. through. <laughs> so, but before I'll let you think about it more a little bit more, Raymond. But, Drew, do you have a favorite book that you've read lately, or that you would recommend other individuals to read? Yeah, I do. Uh, the the one that and and not just because you prepped us with this question, but I, I it's been on my mind to uh, really go out and evangelize or well, I'm not sure what the right word is but talk about this book and it's called How Will You Measure Your Life um, by uh, Clayton Christensen uh, along with two other authors and uh, it's it's when I was in that phase uh, during my sabbatical uh, about a year and a half ago that was the one book that crystallized in my mind uh, you know how I could uh, reshape what I wanted to be doing in the future it seemed like up to that point uh, life was picking amongst the best available options that the world presented to you and reading that book sort of said no wait you can take a step back and, and define your values and, and actually write them on a piece of paper and, and do some of those uh, activities uh, to clarify how you wanted to shape um, the rest of your life so that's a book I definitely recommend to anybody uh, who's either looking for doing something different or making a change mm -hmm. or even otherwise. Perfect. Thank you, Drew. Raymond, my friend. Yes. All right. <laughs> Your question now. What book would you recommend to people and why? Um, I would recommend a book that I just recently read, actually. It's called Rewire It by uh, Shell Hamilton. And the book is all about ways to cancel negative thoughts when you hear that little voice in the back of your head telling you doubt, mm -hmm. worry, concern. Um, and it goes about explaining techniques for how to do that and ways to actually rewire your brain so that after a period of time, those little voices don't come in here anymore. <laughs> now, all the other yeah, little voices other I voices. can't help you with, but, <laughs> but that, that gone. little voice about the doubt and the you know, worry and concern right. and things, because a lot of times we talk ourselves out of a lot of things that may be good for us, mm -hmm. but that little voice in our head creeps in and then it just spirals and spirals and spirals and expands and expands and before you know it you're saying ah, that's probably not a good idea right right you know that's important trying to get these 
like self-doubt out yeah. of your head and then making sure you know where you want to live in life and where you want to go. Uh, and so both of those book recommendations are great. And oh, folks, um, Drew and Raymond are great folks that I hope you both um, will be able to connect with folks on LinkedIn. So um, Raymond, how can people get in contact with you? Um, well, you can reach me through our website, which is uh, www.sun-tec.net and just uh, go under inquiries or you can look us up and call our office 480-922-5344. Uh, Perfect. And Drew, how about yourself? Um, not on Facebook, right? So not on know. Facebook anymore. <laughs> um, maybe. Or LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can find me on LinkedIn too. Yes, right. it, me too on LinkedIn. Um, Drew Pate, full name. Uh, and um, as far as our company goes, you can Google us, uh, P-A-D-T, Phoenix Analysis and Design Technologies, or www.padtinc.com. I find it's just easier to say Google this yeah, word. It's might as well. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then go where it takes you. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, how do you spell your first and last name? Uh, D-H-R-U-V is my first name, Dhruv. Uh, and that's incidentally Sanskrit for the North Star, um, Pole Star. Uh, and last name is Bhate, B-H-A-T-E, or as my friends like to say, B-Hate. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well, folks, um, thank you for listening to Appointment Plus Radio. I'm going to continue to interview some great individuals who are just willing to share their journeys and some great information. And that's what it's all about. And like Raymond talked about, just making sure that you connect with people who like you and you like them, and then you just grow together and find different opportunities. So once again, continue listening to Appointment Plus Radio, and we'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.